And hello, hello, I'm Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer coming to you through the internet. We're podcasting it now, and we've got calls for you. No commercials, just me and callers and fooling around. We're going to do a show. We've got calls for you. Watch old calls, new calls, ones I've recorded recently. We've taken the best of the best, the creme de la creme, so to speak. Stick around and listen to this. You'll like it. Here we go. Rebecca, how come you're calling a lawyer? Well, I'm calling because the two nights ago, my car was involved in an accident. I was not driving nor in the vehicle at the time, and the driver of the car does not have a valid driver's license nor insurance. Who was driving your car? The boyfriend. <laughs> did you give your boyfriend the car? No, I did not. Wait, wait a minute. Your boyfriend doesn't have a driver's license. Correct. How did he get behind the wheel of your car? Where did he get the keys from? I was at his house. Um, I was supposed to, his friend was over, I was supposed to drive his friend home um, eventually in the evening, and then I ended up falling asleep. I wake up, I don't know how long I was asleep for, and no one was at the house, and then two minutes later, my boyfriend walks in, basically after he had crashed my car, so he had taken my keys from my purse to drive the friend home, and on the way back, got into a car crash. And did the cops catch him, or he left the car at the side of the road? No, the car was drivable, um, went off the road and hit a mud bank, so um, no one else was involved, and there is no police report. Oh, okay. Did you call your insurance company? I have talked to them. Did you tell them you were driving or your boyfriend was driving? I, I said an individual was driving, not myself. So what happens? you think insurance companies are dumb? What happens when they say, who was driving? What are you going to say then? Right. Well, I'm going to, basically, I, I called to find out what the steps were going to be on their end due to his situation. You're right? more worried about, excuse I'm, me, you're more worried about him getting arrested than you are about fixing your car, right? Well, my car is totaled. I went to get the estimate today at the body shop. What so kind of car is it? It's a 2001 Ford Mustang. Okay. Look, your boyfriend is not going to get arrested if there's no police report. Um, he could get arrested if you call him up and tell him your boyfriend stole your car. But you're not going to do that, right? Right. Your auto insurance company may sue him in a subrogation action for whatever money they shell out for fixing or totaling your car. Um, don't lie to the insurance company. You got it? Oh, if, no, I, I'm not. I'm not. If they say who was driving, you say my boyfriend of was. Of course, of course. I okay. don't know release the information. My question was, because the way they explained it to me, and obviously this was before I found out that my um, car cannot be fixed, was that, um, A, I report it, um, I pay my deductible, they pay the remainder of the cost, they obviously need the information of the driver, and they said what happens then is that information then goes to DMV, and then since, I guess, if DMV, you know, runs um, their records. And Somehow this is going to come back and bite your boyfriend on his ass and maybe you too. Well, not necessarily myself. I mean, we've been very open and talking and, um, I mean, he understands the ramifications of what he did, but he looked up online and saw that um, there could be up to six months jail time driving, no license, no insurance. Basically. And he's supposed to report an accident. Wherever there's more than 750 bucks worth of damage, you're supposed to report it to the cops. Even if somebody's not hurt. Wait, wait a second. How much is your car worth? How, wait, how much do you owe on your car? I don't. It's, um, it's paid off. 
Okay. Well, look up the Kelly Blue Book. I did that. How much does it come up with? Um, they estimated 5300 And how much is your insurance company offering you? Um, I have yet to call them and let them know that the car is total. They'll probably say to you 3500 bucks. Well, they have to come out and look at it. It's not up right, to you. Right. to. Anyway, you'll have to deal with them. I advise you to tell the truth to everybody. Right. Do not lie. Do not cover for your boyfriend. Oh, no. And sooner or later, you'll find a boy. How come he doesn't have a driver's license? Um, probably about four to five years ago, he um, got in a car crash, a DUI car crash. So, How come you don't have a boyfriend who's together enough to get a license after four or five years? Go get a boyfriend who can drive legally. That's my advice to you. Bob in San Francisco, how come you're calling a lawyer? How you doing? Uh, so uh, for about the last 10 years, I've been running a referral service, pretty much concierge services for uh, some hotels around the city. And uh, how, how do you make your living? In other words, you, what, send people to restaurants and shows and things like that? Yeah, tours, transportation, restaurants, shows, pretty much, you know, stuff very similar to what a travel agent does on how they go ahead and they book people's uh, stuff and they make a commission off of that. Okay, I got it. Please go on. Okay, so I've been doing that for about the last 10 years. And about a month or two ago, a former employee of mine came to me and he had an idea to make a city map, just a basic map of the city to give out to tourists and whatnot. And uh, we sell advertising on the back of the map. So we started this about two months ago. So I went around, we've been going around to people that, uh, you know, that we know in the industry to see if they want to advertise. Yeah, especially and people you send customers to, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. The feedback, the feedback has been pretty good. And uh, two restaurants that uh, we sent a lot of people to over the past 10 years, they did not want to advertise. One said that they did want to advertise, but they were having trouble paying the bills, so we probably wouldn't get our checks on time. So I said, all right, don't worry about it. We're always here. If you ever want to advertise, you know where to find me. So about a week or two later, one of the restaurants wrote a letter to a whole mess of businesses and a whole bunch of people that I work with, and they also contract me, claiming that uh, I'm extorting them and that if, I, if they do not advertise in the other business venture that I have, which is the map, that I will boycott them and blackball them. So the, one of the restaurants sent a letter to a whole bunch of people, and that's pretty much where I stand. And I got a family friend who's an attorney who told me, libel or slander or yeah or but like that might apply your friend didn't volunteer to take the case you could no, well, he's not, here's the thing he's not too familiar with it. it's actually called the bar association and went to somebody who specializes it and was pretty adamant saying that it's a decent case but it's pretty expensive yeah let me go through it opinion. let's go through it. You, it, it it's nothing you want to sue with a lawyer for but you can in the future you can't go up to somebody and say look don't do, say, unless you advertise, I'm not sending you business. Just 86, that guy, you never send, just don't do business with him, right? I mean, he's That's stupid. I never, we never told them any of this. And what yeah, actually just, happened was when the letter came out, my attorney actually sent him a letter suggesting, listen, I think you guys are misguided. My client says he never said any of this, and we'd like a retractment. Forget so, it. No, Look, we don't want a retractment. They're standing by their statement. That's it. You could sue. It, it is libel. He insulted you. He said you're an extortionist. But to, it's not just suing, you've got to prove damages. And you've got to prove your damages are lost business, either selling ads in your map or concierge business because of the lies in the letter. And you've got to also show that some of the recipients of the letter, the ones who got that letter saying, you know, you're an extortionist, believe what it says and they don't want to work with you because of their belief. 
and it's expensive. It's going to cost you forty grand in lawyer bills to sue. So I would just the damages are indeterminate. Nobody wants this case on a contingency fee, and most lawyers who do this um, don't want to get involved in those he said she said arguments that seem to go in circles. So. Just, Bob, keep doing your business. It, you must be doing something. And the guy who wrote that letter never send anything to his business, have nothing to do with him. End of story, okay? I hear you. Uh, you just saved forty grand. You should be a lot happier than that. Tanya in Monterey, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, thanks. Um, I have a little problem. Um, I am teaching part-time and a student in community college. And the student of this college stole a key from my car and my house and a new T-shirt from my locker. Wait, wait, wait a second. What do you teach, Tanya? I teach a dance class. So some student in your dance class stole your car no, key? No, she, she wasn't in my dance class at that time. She was a student of this, the same college where I'm teaching. And how did she get your car key and your house key? From my locker. She broke into your locker? Probably I didn't... Close my locker. Probably. How do you know it was this woman who did it? Okay, so I connect to security. The next day, security detained her in the same locker room, and they found my T-shirt and her bag. You got it. She's the thief. Okay. So okay. what happened? So the problem not not with that. After that, she was punishment. She was um, um, suspended from school for a week only. She registered for this semester in my class. Wait, wait a second. This student she, she is stupid yeah, enough? She, she did not know probably who I am. Mm-hmm. And I refused to teach her. When you saw her in your class, you said, get out, you're a thief. I did not talk to her at all. I just called and I said, I called to the head of uh, student affair and I said that I'm not going to teach her. And he told me that I have right not to teach her this semester. But if she will register in my class for the next semester, I must teach her according to the law. If I don't want to teach her, I must leave my job. Uh-huh. Well, so my question about... This is a public community college. Yes. What's your question? My question is that this law is really exist? It's, here's the problem. I think the school is right. Yeah, the student, that woman is a little thief, but she does have a right to an education in a public school. The school's public. I see. So they can't deny this student entry into your classes unless they go through some kind of an administrative expulsion process. Uh-huh. And it sounds like the school administration doesn't want to do it. So the student is in good standing, and if they refuse to teach her, you can be fired. So. But- but I don't teach math or chemistry or something that is so important for living. All I'm saying is let's go to another solution. You don't want to lose your job. You like it. Yes, of course. Call the police. Call the police and file a complaint. When she stole your keys, your, your T-shirt, call the police and file a complaint, okay? Just regular police? Yeah. Call the police, not just the campus. File a complaint with the district attorney. Also... She took your house keys, right? Right. So did you have to change the locks to your house? Yes. We changed the lock in our house. We put alarm system in my car because I parked my car on a parking lot. All of those are bills. So what I'm saying is, is react to this student so she'll know who you are. Or you can do this. Just like she has a right to go to school, you have a right to sue that rat. So I see. sue her in small claims court 
for the cost of replacing the locks, the keys, the, the burglar alarm system on your car, the T-shirt, whatever it is she stole from you, you report it to the police and the district attorney, so maybe they'll... It's too late to, to do it. It's no, when was it? It was in October or November. Probably the police will do nothing, but it's not too late to report it to the police. I don't care about that. I care that if she will register for my class, I have to teach her. Tanya, Tanya, listen to me. I understand you have to teach her, and I'm saying the school may fire you because they, you know, they should have expelled her, but they didn't. So all I'm saying is make sure that this student knows you're a tough guy, and she'll know who you are. She won't register by mistake. You understand? Yes, I understand. Sue her in small claims court. Okay. You can do. You want. You want to keep your job, right? Right. And you don't want her to show up in your classroom because you're afraid the community college won't stand behind you and will fire you. Yes? Yes. If you sue her in small claims court before the next semester, she'll know who you are. She'll know your name and finish. She won't register. That's how you can help yourself. You like your job, right? So you, you, you advise me to go to court before the next semester will start, even if I don't know if she registered to my class or not? I advise you to sue her in small claims court. Yes, no matter what. Because if she registers for your class next semester, you're going to be out of a job before you get into court. There's nothing illegal. You can sue her for your damages. Changing the locks, the keys, the t-shirt, just make life a little difficult for her. I see. You can get the small claims court papers online. They're in Monterey County Court. Sewer and small claims court. Okay? Thank you very much. You're welcome. Keep teaching. Mike in San Jose. What are you calling a lawyer for? Hey, uh, Len. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I lend a friend of mine $2,000. Uh, it's been a couple of years. And she was supposed to pay him back. She hasn't. Um, but four months ago, she gave $100. Now she won't even return my calls. Um, can I take her to small claims court over that? Yes. Usually, what you've got is an oral contract. You gave her $2,000 a couple of years ago. She didn't sign a promissory note or anything, right? No, she didn't. And um, on an oral contract, you know, here's the money I promised to pay you back, the statute of limitations to sue is two years from when, you know, when you lent the money or they broke when they stopped paying. And it's four years for the breach of a written contract. You know, a written one is where the other guy signs and says, I promise to pay you. Now, here's the story. When did she give you the last payment? That was about four or five months ago. She deposited $100 in my bank. Okay. The clock on the statute of limitations gets reset when the borrower gave you that money four months ago. So you can sue. You got it? Um, I'm not going to approve. only thing... I have is uh, maybe a statement showing that she took money out of my account. Was she your girlfriend? Were you living with her? No, she, uh, she, she is an adult friend. Her daughter got sick, and she was in need of money, so I had some money. I was like, all right, here you go. Just pay it back. So you, wait, wait. But, you go to court, and you okay. say, I loaned her the money. Here are the checks, the payments she made back to me. Her defense would be she'd have to lie and say this was a gift, you know, for Mike, and you're going to say, why would I lend this person $2,000? And, and, you know, she's made payments back to you. It's who the judge believes, but sue her. You, know, you follow me that? Sue her in small claims court, get a judgment, and maybe you'll be able to collect it. If you do nothing, you'll never get the money back. And it sounds like it's making you a little crazy that she ripped you off, right? 
hit it. I hit. I hit. I you lay in bed at night thinking about it, don't you? Right? Lay in bed at night thinking about it. Yes, sir. Yeah, eating your liver. So what you got to do is sewer in small claims court. Just do it quickly. It'll make you, even if you lose, you won't lose. And then you can send the sheriff to go take our wages away or something. She's would got to pay me. Would they reimburse me for sheriff's fees and all that? If yes. Win the case. All the costs of the case: the filing fee, the service fee, and arrange to have the sheriff in your county server. So a cop car, you know, with a gun and a badge and a uniform, shows up at her door and scares the hell out of everybody. Got it? All right. Thank you, Len. You're welcome. Small claims court. Do it soon. That's another one in the can, or that's another one wrapped up. Goes fast, doesn't it? Without those commercials. I think it's more fun for me. It zips along. Um, You can send me an email. You can go to lentillum.com and send me an email. I work with three other lawyers. We answer them. Trusts and estates. Who get your stuff when you die? Personal injury. We're doing that. Jim Gagan's available. He's a super lawyer who takes care of that. Any kind of legal problems you've got, I'll be reading them on the air, too. So by all means... Tell some friends, help some people get, you know, tuned in if they don't know how to get iTunes done on their iPhone or something. Help them figure it out. Thank you. Good show. See you next time.